Yeah. <laughs> 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 I thought the clown died, man. Y'all, in 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 respect and RIP of the clown that originated the the movement of crumping. You talking about Tommy? He died. What? Wait, what? Time? When did Tommy? When did he transition? Like two weeks ago. Wait, what time? So the, the dude, crump dude, the, the guy, he's from Cali, and he invented crumping. Obviously, it's a dance style. You know, they do. I think it's more in. I don't know if it's in Oakland Wait, or, or crump. Cr- crump. The crumping. It's, it's they spell it K R U P crump. Oh, I never heard. of Yeah, that. and okay, so yeah, that's when they be doing all that. Chris Brown always do. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so he did that as an outlet, you know, to get kids, you know, not involved in game banging and stuff like that. It It was a big, big movement. I didn't know he died, man. Yeah. Yeah. My condolences to him and his family. Yeah, Yeah, rest in power. And the Delta chick uh, died the other day. There's a lot of RIPs out there, man. Yeah. You know, shout out to the sword. I know they hurting right now. Uh, But anyway, welcome back. I said, but anyway, on the RIP. (laughs) Damn, that's cold. But anyway. (laughs) Then he dumped it down. (laughs) I ain't saying nothing. (laughs) But respect. Respect. You know, uh, the world need a Band-Aid right now, you know? And maybe this this show right here, this episode right here, will help y'all out a little bit. We can't replace anybody, but maybe we can restore with some laughs and some wisdom. Welcome back to another episode of Cut Different. Hashtag Cut Different on all platforms. Uh, streaming services. Uh, hold on, let me get into my uh, Forrest Gump. We got Spotify, we got iHeart, uh, we got uh, Facebook, we got mm-hmm. Instagram, YouTube. uh, YouTube, uh, Stitcher, Stitcher is on there, or uh, uh, all kinds of platforms, yeah, <laughs> yeah, and we're southern. <laughs> you check us out on your country po- uh, uh, pod. Podcast networks. Uh, we're on uh, Pandora. I like Pandora. I like. It. I, you know, I went to school with a girl named Pandora in sixth grade. <laughs> it's pretty damn good, actually. <laughs> My message, y'all, right now. What's up, fellas? Happy New Year! Happy Absolutely. New Year! Yes, indeed. Yeah, Blessing. I ain't seen y'all Blessing. all year. First time, all of us together. Yeah. All of us together, for sure. And yeah. we got uh, Tyrell in the building. What's going on, world? And we got Jigger. Nah, uh, we got Shallon in the building. <laughs> I'm just, they, they clowning on me. AKA Ho. If you, listen, y'all, if y'all see the outfit, it looked like the album cover. With, with Reasonable Doubt. No, Reasonable Doubt, he no. was in a full suit with the yeah, hat on. Yeah, full suit with a hat. I think Excuse me, it wasn't Reasonable Doubt. Uh, 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 Life and Times. Life and Times. Yeah, uh, Life and Times. Life was in yeah. there. Yeah, but you guys seen I mean, Tim bowed up. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Got the fitted. And we ain't gonna say what team. I said. but take a guess. His crown is Jigga's crown. Oh, whoa! The only thing that's different is the black shirt. Just picture the album cover. Cause the jacket's the same too. Yeah, yeah. It probably costs the same too. Look at nah, it. Nah, man, it's Tommy Hilfiger. Ain't, ain't got, ain't got, a, <laughs> hey, he got a fresh, ain't got a fresh chain on too. You can mm. tell that ain't from the outlet. He went to the, he went to the actual jewelry store. No, nah, that's red chain. <laughs> uh, red chain on oh, uh, no. uh, Friday. Fr- Fr- that's oh, that yeah, chain. That My grandma gave me that chain. Yeah, man, he got that chain. He gonna on. cry when he get in the car. He gonna cry yeah. when he get in the car. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome back, fellas. Oh, man, I thought about Friday just now. I thought yeah, about that whole thing. Appreciate place. having us, man. Which Friday do you think was the best one? Woo, man. So, a lot of people like the first one, which I love the mm-hmm. first one. Classic. I love the first one. 
all of them have that effect because the second one is hilarious. Because I'm being honest with you, I, I like Pinky. I'm a Pinky fan. Mm-hmm. And Pinky got introduced in the second one. Pinky saved that, though. Listen, Pinky this is, is an part idiot. Two to me. That yeah. whole situation when the record store and then the cousin, they, they getting chased by uh, the girl. Yeah. Uh, the girl's cousin. Yeah. That was funny, especially when he slid that oh, cookie baby down. D. Baby, and he slid that cookie down the windshield. You heard it go. You know, I always had a crush on her. I ain't gonna lie. What Afropop? Afropop, Lady Rage. I'm not even mad at you. No, she's I, she's I, not I, an I ugly woman no, at all. She just back when she was a little bit, she slim. was a little slimmer or whatever like that. She was banging. Yeah, I she liked her on she was, Friday. Oh, okay. Hey man, I mean, she was talking. I mean, I mean, she was thicker, but she was talking though. But as far as my favorite, she liked cookies. I would say, you know what grew on me a lot? What's that? The Friday After Next. That one grew on me, too. And, and, I, and it grew on me as a as a Christmas movie. Like, so I put it in a sec with those movies that I watched during the holidays or whatever really? like that. Yeah, because it got that twang about, you know, uh, oh, you the holidays. that brought that album, uh, Death Row Christmas. You nah. listen to that, too? Nah, 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 nah. <laughs> but it's just because of the holiday theme in there. With, uh, yeah. But I got to go with the first one. What was yours? My... <sighs> She gonna make me pick, man. God, he man. said he liked the second one best. I, it's the it's the it's the top the first one, the second one, man. Because I'm a big Mike Epps fan too, man. Yeah, I'm a I big like, Mike Epps fan. Like I like Mike Epps a lot, and I felt like his character in that movie made it because the baby mama drama and how he was acting about it. And then here it is, Craig is a hood cat. Day Day was a hood cat, but he in the birds now. He don't know how to act. Because <laughs> you got to listen to the little side comments he would be he saying to Craig, yeah, man. Yeah, yeah. Tell him, I know y'all don't got this out here. <laughs> <laughs> he, he, said, was, he, said, he, said, he said, he said, taste the air. Taste it. <laughs> <laughs> like the air over there tastes better. Yeah. It do sometimes. So, <laughs> but you know, but the point was that those little things like that, that's what I always liked about Friday. They always did little stuff like that. Even yeah. on Friday after next, they did that. Because I think what saved... Friday at the next that whole money Mike situation. They always have certain characters that introduce that highlight the movie. Money Mike right. and Damon, that's what made Friday at the next. Mm-hmm. It wasn't Craig and Day Day. It was it was Money Mike and it was I Damon. Because let me be honest with you. Friday after next. Yeah. Let me tell you the reason why. Damon. When y'all when that Mike. bathroom scene happened the first time y'all watched it, yeah. y'all was not expecting that crap to happen. Yeah, I was yeah, I was dead tears laughing. I think three is the funny. funniest. You like three? It's, Why you like three? I think it's the funniest. Why? Elaborate. Because of those three. Uh, Damon mm-hmm. and Money Mike. They, to me, they kind of killed it. They, they, Don't they sleep on it. Pops, too, because Pops got a lot more to do in this movie than he did in the in the first two, I feel like. Yeah, you man. know, they was able to do more with him, so Pops, uh, rest in power to uh, John Witherspoon. No doubt. D.C. Curry, they whole relationship, them being yeah. brothers. That yeah. was hilarious. That was genius, too. Because yeah. D.C. Curry's an idiot. Yeah, he's an idiot. I feel like Steve Harvey stole his his comedic oh, style. They, damn, that's a good that's a good observation. I can you know what? I can see some I can see that. Yeah, even yeah. the, the style and the whole you think thing. Back to comic view, you, yeah, hell sure. yeah. Because yeah. I ain't really known Steve Harvey until he did Kings of Comedy. Him being a stand up comedian, uh, like like I seen shows he was in, right? But I never knew him to be a stand up comedian. And then if you if you if you look back at Kings of Comedy, he was actually the host. He got yeah. his little sets in or whatever, but he was really posting. He wasn't he was, funny. I don't know I about that. I don't know. I, 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 I think here's the thing. I, I think that he had some good points that he he you did. Almost tore down the studio, man, right, right quick. Man. <laughs> but we saved it though. But I think he had some cool points. He, I think he, he was trying to gravitate towards the o- older crowd, but. 
as far as compared to all the other three comedians, he was not funny to me. Mm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, yeah he, he wasn't. I mean, you know, because again, Cedric Entertainment was funny when he started pop locking and doing all okay. that stuff, and then you know, DL Hughley. I always liked him, especially when he started joining on people. Right. He's he's uh, he's one of my favorites. Who DL? Yeah, he's one of my favorites. Steve, I think, had his funniest set to me for a stand-up was uh, the one where he brought Jesus out. That one. The one where he said if he ever had a chance to introduce Jesus. No, I, I, The one that was on BET all the time. He ain't done with me yet. Okay, I've heard of it. I never watched You can find it on YouTube. Yeah, I need to go yeah. back and watch to me, I that was his that funniest stand-up. <laughs> Everything else, even his retirement stand-up was like just him cussing. Mm. Like he didn't get a chance to do that enough. Uh, I just, you know, he 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 remind me of Richard Pryor. Yeah, man. Mm. Of you know, man. both of them not that funny to me. Take that back. Hold huh? on, now that's fighting words right there. He's being funny you right see now. You see my eye contact when he, I said he, it. He, he already said uh, He said Richard Pryor ain't funny. Richard Pryor is funny. He is funny, man. He's he had a horrible life. His life was funny. His well, life was honestly not to cut you go off. Ahead, go but ahead, that, that's what makes the comedians, though. Yeah. It's, it's their sadness. You know what I mean? It's he the, it's he the, had it bad. Right. I mean, his story is terrible. Right. Yeah, I, 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 I get him props for being brave enough to share himself as much as he Absolutely. did. Right. Yeah. 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 You know, but. As far as like funny, like I've never like died laughing listening to Richard Pryor. Some of his Pryor. old albums too, like Super Nigga and some of the other stuff that's out there. I never died laughing listening to Richard. Uh, like, none, and I listen. I'm a fan of stand up, so I've Me never. Too. I've listened to all of it. Everything that I can find of Richard Pryor, I listen to all of it. The funniest thing he did was probably live on Sunset Strip to me. That was hilarious. And I still wasn't all the way into it. I thought that was fun. I'm gonna tell you a comedian. Wow. I'm gonna tell a comedian who I think is underrated, man. And that's Robin Harris, man. Robin Harris, yeah. Robin Harris. Take it from his way. Woo! He was funny, bro. Yeah. I think he was, he was funny to me. Great. You ain't like Robin Harris. I think I think the nostalgia that comes along with that is just hilarious to me alone because he didn't have enough work. It's like Biggie and Tupac versus exactly. His catalog like, wasn't long enough, but man, but what he did do, it was funny. Right, especially that pickle. Remind right. me of your uncle at the cookout. <laughs> Facts. 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 Um, what about which way is up? Have you seen that movie? Which way is up? By, by I like busting loose. That joint is huh? fun. I like busting loose. Busting loose, but did you see which way is up? You, that's, yeah. you can tell where Eddie Murphy got his inspired from. The most with multiple characters. Uh, Martin Lawrence, all of them. They they all took their page from that. Because he was playing I, multiple. I, I he was check, playing multiple you characters. Check out which way is up. Which way is up? You saw it. Yeah, okay. I don't remember it no more. Especially when he his dad. Dude. <laughs> Basically, that was Mugball. Man. Yeah, when he played the dad. The dad, man. Hilarious. Dude. Hilarious. I, I, like, the top three is Richard Pryor, Eddie Murphy, and Dave Chappelle. That's my top three. Respectfully. And, and an honorable mention is always Mike Epps because I really like Mike Epps. See, Richard Pryor is my honorable mention. Shoot. And I still put him in number one spot. Are we talking about stand up or are we talking about just overall catalog? Just overall comedy? Yeah. Man, I, I don't think nobody better than Eddie Murphy. I think Eddie Murphy is definitely there. I think Dave Chappelle is there. Uh, this is that's tough, the, the number three spot, man. Dave Chappelle solidified his spot 
to me on the Mount Rushmore with that last special. Like, he solidified. He was in the conversation for me all the way, but he solidified. Like, he put his stamp on it with this last one. I forgot that. He went to war. He went to war. And he actually. He's been going to war for a long time, though. Really, all the specials on Netflix was was a declaration of war. Like, of of not being politically correct for the sake of being politically correct. But 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 the thing was, though, especially with that last stand up, even though, quote unquote, society would say he was politically incorrect, but he was correct in his message. Facts. Mm-hmm. His message, because you can't, like he said, the whole point is you can't show empathy for one side of people and say, hey, have empathy for us, but you still are contributing to the main issue, which is the racism. Right. You can't say, well, our problems are bigger than yours. Yeah, you're a community, but what about an entire race? And they are, and like he said, he brought up examples of people who are in that community who's acting like, you know, hey, y'all being disrespectful, you're not mm-hmm. giving us our rights. But they're experiencing racism in that community. Yeah. I mean, you can't ask for... for, for You're talking about putting a mirror to it. Like, damn. Yeah. Yeah, you can't ask for that. And then you turn around and you exhibit the same behavior. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? You you can be racist and prejudiced, but we can't. Right. That don't make any sense. Yeah, and right. It's, that's and, crazy. And yeah, man. But I say my honorable mention... Well, let me do number three. Number three, man, I'm going to go ahead and say at this point... When his catalog, I can't. I gotta that. say, Bernie Mac. Bernie Mac. Bernie Mac. Hey, Bernie Mac was Damn. a great. Bernie Mac was a. Think about his catalog of movies that he did. That movies was good. How to be a player? You know he was funny. <laughs> oh, yeah. What it smell like in here, y'all? Yo, all right. My honorable mention gotta be Bernie Mac. Okay. <laughs> honorable mention, Paul Mooney. My honorable mention is Paul Mooney. Cause here's the thing, why? His stand-ups was funny to me, but he did a lot of stuff behind the scenes. He did. He's the first of the He did a lot of stuff character. behind the scenes from, yeah. uh, from Sanford, well, Sanford Sons. Well, No. From Sanford like, and Sons. You know who the first was? Who? Dick Gregory. He's the first Dick, of that You know what? We got, uh, Dick Gregory got to be put in there. But, He's in my top five. But you got to talk about Paul Mooney, man, because Sanford and Son was huge. Red yeah. Fox, we already know. If anybody mm-hmm. don't know anything about uh, stand-up comedy, Red Fox stand-up was raw, and he cussed like a saint. Did he not, bro? Mm-hmm. I put him yeah. And then he also, you know who else he mentored to? Mm-hmm. Your boy Dave Chappelle. Sure did. I would put him against Bernie Mac. Who? Red Fox. I can't argue You'll with that. You put him in before after Bernie Mac. Before. Before Bernie Mac. I would challenge him on anybody's list. Like if somebody Red had Fox? a list. I was like, Red Fox funny. Go toe to toe, Bernie Mac and Red Fox. Red Fox will win that. I don't even see But Red I feel Fox like Cat like Williams is Bernie Mac and Red know. Fox baby. I feel He's funny, but I felt like a lot of his comedy came from Paul Mooney and Richard Pryor. Richard Pryor and Paul Mooney made Sanford and Son. They were the. They were the Architects, behind. now don't get me wrong. They were Red Fox. Yeah, I never knew that. Yeah, I know. Paul, I definitely Paul Mooney. Paul Absolutely. Mooney, and Richard Pryor. Absolutely, I hated that show. What Sanford the Sun? I hated it. That shit was funny. I, I, I appreciate it more when I got older. Mm-hmm. I watched it younger, of course, because your grandparents I watched it. Been watch my dad. He watches it now, like all the reruns and stuff like that. And it's just kind of funny to see him. I hated of, Lamont, man. Lamont. <laughs> He's the biggest hater ever. I like the fact with uh, with Red Fox and what's the sister that he used to argue Aunt with? Aunt Esther. Aunt Esther. Aunt Esther. <laughs> they used to go, that was the real aunt? Was that? That was like the si- That was his sister. I mean, that was. Yeah, his wife's his sister. His wife's sister. sister. Got it. Okay. Yeah. And, she, and then the fact that they used to go to war with each other. Yeah, but in, yeah. the way she, in the way she looked, God bless her soul too. You know what I'm saying? It was a perfect. 
perfect chemistry for them. Mm-hmm. They said like, yeah. yeah, cause she, she looked juicy. mean. Yeah, she was rough. She was hot. She hot. Huh? <laughs> I heard you say that, man. <laughs> the world heard you say that. Uh, shout out to uh, Grady too. That was my dude. Grady was great. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. What y'all think about Kevin Hart? Y'all feel like at this point, we now as far as what he's done so far and how he's still in the in the game, you know. As far as being one of the top comedians and actors, do you feel like he will be put in the top three Rushmore's when it's all said and done? He has to be. He has to be. But he's a late bloomer, too. He's out. Yeah, I agree with now, that. Y'all, so y'all don't take into consideration. Let me ask you this, because you know you're going to have people that's going to say this. I'm just playing devil's advocate. His shows sell out. Right. They sell out everywhere he goes. Yeah, they do. I get it. Uh, but so, listen. So are we, are we taking that into consideration or are we going based on pure just um, I thought with our top three or our top five list, it was just based off of who we thought was funny. Not yeah, necessarily what, funny. what they sold and stuff like yeah. that. Well, I mean, you know, you got this that's going to throw it in there. Right. But in terms of, uh, like, we, we have to celebrate this brother for his achievements as far as, like, comedian, He's business mogul. Like, absolutely. Yeah. Um, but as far as like, hey, let me throw something in the top five uh, uh, comedians, put them in the mix so I can just sit there and laugh while I'm stranded on the island. He ain't in nah, that I feel you. He ain't I, in that I didn't laugh at his last two at all. Right. At all. I watched You're talking it. about the one when he was in his bed when he was in well, his Well, the last three then. Okay. That included I didn't even that, watch that one. I didn't laugh Mm-mm. at all. I didn't watch that one. It was just something to watch. Yeah. I think he's a better dramatic actor. He got some dramatic chops, man. His last movie, I, uh, yeah. True story. You talking about like some serious roles that he played? Yeah. True yeah. story. Is that what um, he did about being a dad when he when his wife? That was okay. I thought the storyline sucked. The storyline sucked, but his acting was on. His acting yeah, his was actually not was bad. Good. There was a movie that he did where he was helping this rich guy out. That's what was, I was going to mention. And that was actually a that, that was good. That was upside, good, upside, uh, upside. That was yeah. a real good yeah. movie. I was actually surprised by that. It was a good he movie. Got, yeah, you got you got some chops with that man. So yeah, celebrate him for his accomplishments and everything. And he got to be putting that just for the sheer range that he's had as far as like an, an amount of money. Like he, I think at at this point he's passed uh, Jerry uh, Seinfeld, right? No. I thought he did. No, no, I don't think I'm nobody I'm about to look it up. Come I tell you right now. Hey, let's check it out. But come and tell you right now, Jerry Seinfeld at his prime. <laughs> that. You got to think when he was on his show. Million, he sold Seinfeld for a hundred million dollars. Wasn't that episode that show besides Friends that was making like a million dollars over? He was making over a million an uh, episode. episode, and that was at the time when money was at you know it's not valued what it is now. You right, it, you tell you come for inflation, right? Yeah, yeah. So if you got to think now, he now he the, the salary he was making back then, you transition now, probably making what three million an episode, four million. Cause he was making that in the nineties. Yeah. Well, friends were in old, early 2000s. Was Seinfeld on that list too? A million episodes? I think he was up there because Seinfeld was a big. Kevin Hart beats Jerry Seinfeld on Forbes' highest paid comedians of all time. Really? He got him? Yeah. Damn. It's in Forbes. Oh, wow. Yeah. Yep, you got him. No. I, I thought, because I remember even Jerry Seinfeld giving him like a like a tweet or something like congratulating him or something like that. Yeah, That Netflix deal pushed, pushed him over. Facts. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Now, one thing I will give Kevin credit, he was a late boomer too. Because you got to think, yeah, he, yeah, put he put in his work. He, he put, put in his work. Because yeah, I remember, what was that one show? He was, remember, he was doing movies with Rockefeller. What was that movie he did Paper, with Benny uh, Hill? Paper Soldier, which was slick, kind of funny. It was kind of funny. <laughs> <laughs> in, in, the, in the very offbeat, 
no script type low budget. Low budget. Yeah, it was it was funny, especially when that there was they broke in that one house and there was a rat in the drawer. <laughs> he said, "Yo, half my friends is rats." He said, "Man, I'm getting all that." Yeah. I didn't work it. You <laughs> <laughs> said all that. He said, "They like it." He's a contrarian. Contrarian. Nah, I ain't like it. I ain't like it. That one of them almost hood movies. I didn't mm-hmm. like it. I think Benny, Se- Benny Siegel. He just kind of turns me off. The over the top gangster. Was I supposed to say pause? I mean, how you got to work it out? You got to work it out. This is the over-the-top gangster for me. Like he was going to, like he yeah, was being over, a bit dramatic. Yeah, the over-the-top gangster, it just, and that just goes with his persona, like, mm-hmm. why? Yeah, that's true. I always like, true. why? Like that stare he did? I'm not intimidated by that. Yeah. <laughs> like when you do that little hard down, like, come on, man. Whether it's like state property, yeah. I enjoyed it. I, that I like that music was dope. That music was that dope. That soundtrack was... Yeah. <laughs> that soundtrack was that hit harder than the movie actually. Oh man, the first one. The second one, they could have kept that. What the, the second state property album? Yeah, yeah state property, the album and the movie. They had a part two to this. Yeah, yeah. they had a part two. Oh, I didn't oh, okay. change the storyline all the way. Oh, see, you know, I'm thinking, man. I thought Jay Z was hilarious in the first one. Yeah, like he was like a boss, didn't he? I didn't know what he was. Yeah, <laughs> was he in a car or something? Yeah. I, mean, I, was, I don't know how true this is, uh, but apparently there was a scene where he's in it. He didn't even know he was being filmed for the thing. Like, he like he didn't know. Like this is wrong. Yeah, it was just him just sitting Jay. in the car. It was a scene where he's sitting in the car or something like that. He takes a phone call, and he was oblivious that they was going to use that for the wish call. So he was just like, you know, yeah. <laughs> he was very... Uh, disjointed from the old project, you know Rockefeller. That For was, good reason, it wasn't that good. You th- I'm thinking out. I'm just thinking to myself as we're talking about it, man. Rockefeller was trying to do that no limit thing too, making those movies, and that's when you seen cats back then. They was really utilizing their that popularity, man. Right, they were, like making movies, yeah. and all that sort of stuff. Yeah, yeah they, that, that was the that was the uh, the era where the artists that pop was trying to bring an entourage in too. And I love Eminem, D12. Uh, 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 Benny Siegel, State Prop. Now let's go on and Cameron, on. Camera, like, Dipset, Dipset, everybody. Boy, Dipset, what? <laughs> look, look, look. Uh, 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 Nelly and uh, uh, the Saint Lunatics. Saint Lunatics. Yeah, that's how it's supposed to be. It should. And, be. And that was right. a beautiful. That was a good formula. And it works if the talent is there with the crew that you're bringing in. You know what I mean? No, they because they each one of them. If you think. Murphy Lee was a standout. Uh, uh, yeah, uh, yeah, he was. And then State Property, of course. You had Petey Crack. You had uh, Young, Young Guns. And hey, that album was yo. Listen, that Young Gun album. I can still rock that one. I can still. I, listen, it's, it's on my phone. <laughs> it's still on the phone, man. They, yeah. they had some talent. They there, had but, some, yeah, there's some bangers. But that was that. But that's. I, I wish that these young cats now, you know, especially with social media, there's a lot of ways of being able to market easily. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That they will just bring people on, man. Right. More people on, man. But everybody's like talking now. It's like I got it, you don't. Let's check in with G. G, what you thought about? It? I didn't like it. Talk to me. <laughs> I didn't yeah. like it. Yeah, <laughs> you know, you saw that guy. You know, you you know, everybody's talking about a dish and everybody's raving about how yeah, the yeah, dish yeah, tastes yeah. good. And G, what do you think? I didn't like it. <laughs> I didn't like none of their crews. Okay, elaborate. We, we, I like Murphy Lee. Mm-hmm. Um, the Young Guns. You yeah. like Young Chris? Not really. 
Come on. Boy, what? Yo, Chris. Yeah. Yo, Chris was nice. Chris was like a Shout yeah, out Chris to young like Chris. A baby, like a baby JD. See, back there. in them days, I was more on like Goody Mob and Pop. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, if you weren't in that vibe. So, you still listening to uh, the albums that was coming out at the Pop Pass then? Because uh, I bought them all. I bought them all. <laughs> I bought them all. Every time, Machiavelli 21. I was, right. <laughs> okay. That sounds like a remix of three, but right. <laughs> I, I could have sworn I heard these lyrics. Like, I don't got an album, but okay. <laughs> and apparently, uh, well, supposedly, there's another Tupac album that they got in the vault that they want to release. I'm like, eh. I, I, just, I, just keep it there. Let's, let's leave the mystery. If, if, <laughs> unless it's lyrics that he has not spit before, and if they do it in a way where they use beats that's modern, and it's, I'm talking about good producers, not just. Mm-hmm. You know any producers like, like I want a one yeah, I want like, Drake me, I want Tim I want Pharrell yeah. I want give me Eminem Boy. running when he did the Pac and Biggie track together y'all mm-hmm, remember that song mm-hmm, running mm-hmm, mm-hmm. well he Eminem already produced a uh, Pac album he did right, the Tupac Resurrection album wasn't it he yeah. did he do a lot of production on that which he did some of them beats was some pop. of them beats was nice man like that like running but. Yeah, I, I don't know, man. Um, but I want producers. I don't want right. anybody not to discredit him and say that he didn't do a good job. But I want top of the line producers if they ever put out a album. Hell, I would be cool if Drake did the whole damn album. No doubt. But watch this, Drake. Drake, because Drake, 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 not. I'm not. I'm put this out to the producers, please. For for the love of all things, right? Do not put Pac on the, on the trap music uh, beat. Don't, they don't already did. Well, are you serious? Which one? Uh, Come on, man. He was on the song with T.I. before. <laughs> What's the that, name of this song, man? Uh, no, I mean, no, don't get it wrong. Oh, the Tip gets back. Well, Tip, tip was all right back in the oh, day yeah, now. I'm, not I, I, I'm a Tip, tip fan now. I like Tip. I like Tip. I like tip. tip. It was strange, man. I'm just saying, like, it's just. But now, on the southern, like you said, on the Southern beat, I, I ain't never yeah. known him to be on the Southern beat. But he rhymed with Tip. Now, Tip back in the day can spit. I don't care. I don't care what nobody said. Don't let the VH1 shit right. fool you. T.I. Right. was that. T.I. nice. T.I. can go. For sure. That's why nice. I don't know if they put him on a, uh, I think they, it wasn't a trap beat. I don't think it was. Yeah, it's, it's just. It Change don't... Man was West Coast because the one with Trick Daddy was West Coast too. Trick. Trick. Yeah, that straight balling song. Right, right, yeah. right, 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 right. Featured artist is called Pox Life. Oh yeah, that Pop's Life album. Yeah. It was trash. So, yeah, it was just kind of rehashing life. Go ahead. No, 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 you good. So, uh, I mean, I just want to transition a little bit, if I may. Yeah, let's sure. uh, do it. You know, we talking about, you know, um, earlier, and I think, G, you said that, you know, it's been a lot that's been going on with, you know, people and families and everybody just trying to just stay together, man, and especially with this COVID situation and everybody's getting sick and, you know, a lot of things is happening. I just want to do a temperature check on everybody, man, from a scale of 1 to 10, man. How you feeling, man, from your mental health, from just everything? How you feeling? Today? I'm just probably so, about an 8. Well, about on a day, well, about a day-to-day basis on the app. I'm, I'm just about an 8. Just okay. about an 8. You know, I lost my father, and I've, I've a lot of people I know have lost people. So, you know, just being there for them has been trying. But you got to find a way to smile, man. So, find a way to smile, find a way to laugh. You know, life is for the living. 
Absolutely. So what have you been doing to, to keep that peace, that smiling? How have you been, what things have you been doing? Maybe that may be somebody's listening may want to take on that better demonstrated practice. Oh, that's easy. You know, wine and sex. Don't get it wrong. It feels great, man. But you don't want to. You can't just be like, man. You can't be like, man. I feel, you can't be like, I feel some type of for the stroke it out, right? Quick, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> Let me hit this wine, stroke it out. You know? right there, <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Oh, uh, in all serious, God, God, God has got me here. You know. Yeah. If it wasn't for you know prayer and meditation and. and Mm. And, and and desiring a closer relationship with him, uh, I wouldn't be here. I wouldn't be here. You know, these last two years been rough. It all started with COVID. It all started with COVID. Yeah. And, and as funny as that sounds, mentally that did something to me. And I and I couldn't never. And to this day, I can't put a finger on why I hated on Kobe a lot. I hated on him almost as much as I hated on LeBron. But somebody my age, from my era, and and seeing the the, the horrific way he died, you know mm-hmm. what I mean? And mm-hmm. and at a point in in my life where you just didn't expect something like that, right? And right. <clears throat> I even remember back then, like it was a lot of black men going through it because of Kobe's death, and it wasn't that we knew him, but we knew him. Right. We watched this kid grow up, and add that on top of. Everything that transpired after Kobe's death. You know what I mean? So it was hard to get over things. Yeah, because COVID hit like right after he passed almost, right? Right after. Yeah. Matter of fact, I had COVID that January before he died. Mm, Wow. Yeah. Yeah. um, That's funny because, like, what what you just shared, I think a lot of folks since COVID they can probably go back and trace that to where they felt like a mental health decline or some type of traumatic experience, whether they lost a family member or a friend or something like that. Um, And to be honest, my recollection of everything that's happened from COVID, I've actually had a lot of positives, to be honest with you. I, I didn't have, I mean, I had to shake up. With the whole, okay, you got to stay inside. We're losing somehow what we can, you know, consider to be freedom or whatever like that. But honestly, uh, well, for one, all of my family members, I haven't lost any family members to COVID that I know of. I have lost a few friends um, or friends of people that I know. So my heart went out to the, the, those folks. Yeah. Um, but in terms of just the net positives that I can attribute to the last two years following COVID, it's it's been a blessing, man. And and I give all praise what to God. What you got to celebrate? Uh, a couple different things, man. I got a promotion on my job back in 20, 2020. You work? Uh, I do work. Oh, I do okay. work, despite what y'all were trying to say at the beginning <laughs> of this damn podcast. I thought so, though. Nah, man. Don't do so. <laughs> I work a 9 to 5. I paid taxes to Uncle Sam. No, um, so the promotion on my uh, on my job, uh, met a beautiful woman doing COVID. Yeah. We're now engaged. Yeah. We just came back from Paris and um Paris. At, the, uh, at the top of the year. Yes, sir. So shout out to Tia. If you're listening to the podcast, I love you, baby. And um oh. we're looking at moving into moving in together and stuff like that and just it's been great, man. I give all I give all praise to God. Like, you know, I, I know 
uh, and it's and I almost feel guilty to even say that because I know so many other people that made that 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 last two years have been so traumatic, but I, I don't want to silence what God has done for me, and in the same time, just give all credit to God. You Sunshine know, and rain, go together. Yep. Yeah, uh-huh. fact, fact. Yeah. So, so but yeah, good. so a lot, that's lot good. to be grateful for, man. That's that's better than us going dark. <laughs> you, know, <Yeah. laughs> you know, having something to celebrate. Right. I started off with my dad, and then that's that's a beautiful way to uh, to even talk about what's going on because a lot of it, and and a lot of people actually came up financially during COVID. Facts. Yep. A, a lot, lot of people, people got into entrepreneurship. A lot mm-hmm. of folks didn't even return to their regular nine to five. They're doing something totally different. You know, know on their own ground. So I know that's right. Cause it take me about thirty minutes to get a damn hot wing plate now. Because of the, uh, <laughs> I know, right? These, these dudes out here wearing suits now. They ain't bringing plates no more. And then you see, uh, <laughs> like, even at the pharmacy, they got the little sign saying, like, you know, apologies for the delay, for the lack of staff and all that kind of stuff. So a lot of folks, um, they, call, they called it the great, the great resignation, where there was a, I forget what the numbers were, but it was a great, like, a big percentage of folks who, um, who did not return back to their jobs after uh, COVID? After well, shit, we still in COVID, but like once things started to get back to normal, a lot of people was just not returning to work. They started to see the quality of life that they were missing during the lockdown, and they just didn't want to return to life as usual. And I don't blame them. Yeah, now, a lot of people, and it doesn't get talked about enough. A lot of people ain't returning because of their fear of their safety. Okay. They don't. They don't even talk about it. Right, right. But that's right. actually true for a lot of people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That don't in terms be of in like the public. COVID and everything, yeah, like, yeah. yeah they don't yeah. want to be in around people like that. And, and can you speak to what you think is driving that? Because I have some thoughts. Well, the the, the fear of it was keeping them from going, but I think what's driving that fear is what we see on television. How this thing is uh, really has split the nation. You know what I mean? In terms of wearing the mask or not wearing the mask, get the vaccine, don't get the vaccine. You know, and um, um, we've made it a political wedge. wedge. And I'm not going to say we, but I'm going to say the powers that be would have made it another way to divide us, another way to, you know, make it tribal. Bring that east, west, west coast. Correct. Yeah. Which I was always west coast. What? Yeah, it was too far. Despite what y'all see me wearing right now, (laughs) back in the 90s, it was Pac or nothing. It said, Tupac don't like you, I don't like you. Yeah, that was me then. (laughs) But I always thought it was crazy how they, how those conversations go, you know, and, and and it's not the first of its kind, you know, we go all the way back to the tribal situations and hearing the conversations, it's like, if you vaccinated and you unvaccinated, why y'all don't like each other? You know what I mean? Why mm-hmm. is there so many memes about, like, if you don't, it's your choice. You ain't got to. It is a choice. Right. It is a choice. I think what may drive some of the folks to feel uh, upset or, um, yeah, well, I was to say upset with the folks that don't wear the mask because they feel like they're not being conscious of what could transpire if they're out there walking with no mask on, if they got COVID and they're spreading it to other people. Um, Which I actually tend to lean towards, too. Because while I'm not the scientist that's in here researching this stuff to be able to validate whether it's true or not, you know, I do, 
I'm, I'm going to listen to the folks who say they know what they're doing in, in regards to that, as far as like the scientists, because I know I'm not a scientist. I can't go up and then do it myself. So I will. Yeah, you're revert. a pharmacist. <laughs> this guy, uh, this uh, guy. Yeah, he got he got he threw me off on that one. Yeah. <laughs> I but, understand. Uh, <coughs> yeah. I understand because it's it's scientifically it is a problem. Mm-hmm. It it is a problem. If you go back over the years, think about what they were doing with smallpox and yellow fever. Was out. Mm-hmm. The things that the towns were doing right back then. If you go back and look at that kind of stuff, regardless of how you feel, you'll see the reaction from the people is pretty pretty similar to what's going on now. Okay. You know, they don't damn tying scars on around you know around their face and their their mouth and mm-hmm. stuff like that, so they don't breathe that stuff in. Yeah. So the same thing. This is not new. And that's what people keep thinking about. I think that's where a lot of the misplaced anger comes from. Mm-hmm. They think it's new. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They think it's new. It's, it's not new in history. And, and and if you paid attention to how things are being, being uh, uh, divided, you know, as you were talking about, it's, it's, it's always a work of the devil that I attribute, attribute um, a lot of that to. That, that's, that's what he wants to see. He, he, he thrives off of that. And you not talking to certain members of your family because they're not vaccinated or they are vaccinated because of your strong views against it. That's it. You shouldn't allow that to, like, separate and divide families and and, and end friendships and stuff like that. That's, that's to me, that's silly. The that's whole conversation shame. about it is silly. Just like mm-hmm. the East Coast, West Coast thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Dude, these are rappers. Right. You know, back then, how divided we was in the hood? Yep. Like, hey, man. It's silly. It is. And not, and not even just that, but the main thing is y'all fighting over sides that y'all don't even own. Oh, yeah. How yeah. you going to fight on a that, side? No, think about that it. That wasn't a set thing. <clears throat> Doesn't matter. Think about it from even if you think about it from a standpoint, why are we fighting over East and West Coast if you don't even own the property? You live in an apartment? See, you're going in some game. I'm so. definitely, no, I'm going there because I need people to think for a second. <laughs> How are you going to kill your brother over something? you saying it's East Coast or West Coast, but you don't own it. You don't even got a damn debt. Do, 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 I'm just thinking about it from a standpoint. I, it, I can see if someone's breaking in your house, you defending your house. Right. That's a different story. But you talking about East Coast and West Coast stuff over what? Mm. We all going through the same struggle. I don't we all this, we, we, it's the, but you have to think about it. That's just a way for people to divide and conquer. Right. Yes. Yeah, like, like G was just saying. Yeah. Yeah, that's the devil. That's the, that's the, and so if you think about why am I fighting over East, East Coast and West Coast, if I don't own this. I don't own it. I live here. <laughs> if any time the government want to say, get your ass out, you can't do nothing. Mm-mm. So you fighting over a side that you don't own. And at any time, they can kick you, you out and gentrify you. See, you're and, introducing in a whole other topic. So so go ahead and expound on that. You intru- and, I mean, let's just be real. And that you talking about a defending side that at any time, they can gentrify you. And guess what? You mm-hmm. have to may have to relate, ro- relocate. You be on the east coast to the what? The See, west coast, and the west coast to what? The east coast. You gotta think about y'all. Look at the history of these cats that's claiming these different sides. Look at the background. Damn it, from there. So Coming you, from the south. But you are talking yeah. about yeah. games more than than that east west west. I'm, the, I'm talking about, west, uh, but, even, but even if it ain't about gangs per se, East Coast, West Coast, it can be even in your own state about streets. That's what I'm saying. Hoods. I'm trying to like yeah, get, go ahead. get a specific. Okay. I'm, I'm trying to narrow it in on the conversation ahead, that you're actually having. You're, you're talking about like, like uh, how well, projects, ownership, yeah, projects against project, you know, gang against right. gang. 
and, and sets against sets. Like you're you're more on that. Yes. And so so you moved away from what we were actually talking about. Oh, wasn't my apologies. So, so let's get into what you're talking about. Let's go. So what you're saying to to the audience, you're you're talking about. <laughs> Gang life, pretty much. I'm talking about all that because at the end of the day, it's no reason for you killing your brother, not because he did something to you, because he he lives on a set, on a block that you that for whatever reason I'm gonna you kill you because you never been in the game, but I got family members and people that been in there, and I've been around it. I didn't associate myself and I kept myself away from it because I seen the 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 ramifications, the results of that lifestyle. I seen people get locked up, killed. I, I mean, you know, uh, family members have been a victim of that. Well, so you, you know, the idea of gangs wasn't actually uh, originally it wasn't that no, but that's what. But where it transitioned into it now, the, regardless of the origins, there was a way of communities and people to stand together. What it is now is totally different, and at that point, we gotta we gotta revisit, revise, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And if it ain't working no more, then we have to scratch it. Gangs have a, such a negative connotation, but like to what G is saying. One of the most popular gangs, and I'm using the word with quotes in the air, was uh, the Black Panther Party. And they, and, and gang in the sense of providing community driven, you know what I mean? Like uh, to, to, to a, a group of folks that want to drive activism in the community. In a positive way. In a positive way. Now, yeah. um, we're winding the clock back to the, to the 80s when the crack uh, epidemic hit. Um, you had those same, you had the same camaraderie of folks that was together, but due to what I feel like is the the, the immense weight on the African American communities due to the influx of crack and cocaine and all that kind of stuff. You said that real properly. I'm trying to understand what that meant. You said the immense weight. The immense weight of. What do you mean by that? Uh, just how. It was how how hard the epidemic hit our people. Yeah. You know what I mean? And uh, it came to the point where you had pro- former Black Panthers who were like, well, damn, if you can't beat them, join them. Yeah. Well, at least if I'm selling it, I could make some money and I feel like I and And then you, you, you run into that, that typical African-American anti-hero where, yeah, he's a dope pusher, but then he's taking the money and he made off of dope and he's getting a recreation center built right in the middle of the hood. Yeah. Oh, he's doing some other kind of stuff. I'm not saying all of them do that, but I'm just saying you just uh, it, it starts to create this these complexities on top of already being uh, institute uh, the uh, institutionalized racism on top of you know all yeah. the other, other stuff. So, yeah, poverty has always been the biggest issue in our communities. Mm-hmm. That's that's always been it. So when you when it's it's hard to turn down that opportunity. You know, right. dope yeah. and, and yeah. you know, getting into the right. criminal lifestyle because mm-hmm. it's either it's either I don't eat and my family don't eat mm-hmm. or I take it out your mouth. Right. And that's 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 uh for somebody that cares about their family, what what are you doing? I'm listening. I'm absorbing. Oh shit. <laughs> 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 Y'all gotta get these outtakes. We need some video. I mean, well, well, why not going over here? I'm just, I looked and I zoomed in on you, dog. Yeah, I you thought you were breaking down a little Kim. I was like, what the? Nah, I ain't going like, nah, man. Yeah, yeah, like I did this shit. I don't know what. 
Yeah. <laughs> no, I didn't do that. I just went like this. Only thing I did is I went and I just changed the position. Yeah. I looked at you. Yeah. I looked at you. Yo, you gotta get this on camera. This guy funny, man. You, you know, I, you, you have to you have to record because you know you gotta protect yourself, yeah. man. <laughs> this guy, but now go ahead, what man. What you saying, man? No, go ahead. I don't even know what I was saying. No, he was in the middle. He was in the middle of uh, talking about the 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 whether you want to do it the right way. Uh, oh yeah, you talking about feeding your family? Yeah, I don't want to make it seem like we we oblivious to why it happens because I was there. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And and it was either be be a, be a bum and be without, right? Or, or do whatever you see in front of you. You know, back then when I had to make those choices. That was an opportunity just like going to get a job. Yeah. You know, do I want to work for 350 or 235 an hour? Or do I want to go out here and sit for four or five hours and and make my my, my whole week's check today and next week? Right. You know what I mean? Right. Today. Right. I mean, you know, people do what they got to do. Like you said, you know, a man will, do, will go through things and do drastic things in order to make sure the people in the household, regardless of that's your son taking on a father figure it's role or, or, yep. or just father's period, having to do what they got to do to make sure that the bellies are full and stuff like that. And I get that aspect, but I, I feel like you shouldn't, or for you to better yourself, you got to hurt others in the, in the process. It's one thing that, okay, you're selling drugs. And it's one thing you're selling drugs. Mm -hmm. Okay, even if you said, well, I ain't smoking it, that's their choice. They decide to buy it. Okay, that's one thing. But what about you going to someone's house and murdering them and robbing them and all the other stuff? Yeah, well, you know, I agree with something I heard on a TV show a long time ago. And and I don't know how well this fits into what what you're saying, but I heard a white guy say, you know, it's, it's a million businesses in this world. Why does dope dealing got to be the only one that kill people regularly? You know what I mean. And and you know when I was growing up, I'm 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 pre this way of doing things. What what we see now, I'm pre this. I, I knew pimps and drug dealers that didn't even own a gun. Mm-hmm. They didn't own a gun. They might have had a pocket knife if they mm-hmm. had that. I right. I catch you. Yeah. Or, or I mean, or or you know, we could squabble. Right. We can get it down. And we both walking away from it. Yeah. You know? But Um, now it's like. I think uh, just to add some color to that, I think what may have changed, to answer that guy's question, is that there's no structure in in, in in that world, right? In terms of you don't go out and get an LLC for, you know, trap house. 26th and 3rd or whatever you know what I mean like you know wow. so, that, so there's no real structure behind it it's the wild wild west in a lot when of somebody ways, opened you know? up in 25th and 2nd they taking your customers right right exactly. down around around the block so, so, right. so what you gotta do so I mean the point I'm making is me just saying that is just that we just should be fighting over stuff that at the end of the day that if you really think about the grand scheme of things it's really not that deep it's, so that, I, it's, it's, it's destruction I mean it's, 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 it's chaos based upon the results of what I'm talking about before you do it if it's you making that decision, like, am I going to go shoot this dude because he's wearing the colors I don't like him to wear? Because some she's people so just shoot. Some, but a lot of these situations are happening just because I'm just in the game. that's off a GP. And I just, and I see that's this. That's the only family you got. It's a, it's a sensitive, it's sensitive, man. Let me tell you what I think. Go the, ahead. the real problem is, is our family structure. Right. But those, it was easier for... You know, gangs and sex and, and dope dealing to come in effect once the daddy was out of the community. 
Facts. You know, he, he provided something like, you ain't finna do that. Mm-hmm. He ain't do that. You see me out here throwing trash cans and, you know what I mean, uh, yeah. doing whatever job I got to do. Steel mill yeah. or whatever. That's what you going to do until we can find better. You know what I mean? But but once daddy was out the house, hey, man, all these junkies walking around here, it, they going to sell it anyway. Mm-hmm. I might as well get in on it anyway, you know. Right. So but it's I'm saying, easy. When you, cross the, when you cross the line of taking somebody's life, I think that's what I call out as being stupid. Yeah. Right? Because we don't ever go to the root. Huh? We don't ever go to the root. So the, the root, the root of it, right? Yeah, the root has always been the destruction of the household. Absolutely, yeah. absolutely, you what, correct. What, which I feel like was by design, right? That's what caught that's that's, and then you absolutely. start adding in the, the 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 liquor stores, the gun stores, and all that kind of stuff. 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 I'm thinking about Boys in the Hood because I just watched it recently. Yeah. Funny enough, too, he in that movie. Uh, Lawrence Fishburne's character was gentrification. He talks about it. I did not know that shit. Like, so watching it as an adult versus watching it when I was a kid, when he was saying that shit, I was like, it was going in one end out the other. But looking at it now, he was talking about gentrification. This was back in the in the, in the, in the, 90s, the early nineties. Yeah, and he was speaking. He was making yeah. good points because that Absolutely. was a that whole scene was an eye opening scene, and I remember it to this day. Like you said, it's mm-hmm. it's, it's like. It's stuck in my head. Yeah, because, it resonates more now as an adult. Because you see it. You know, because you have the head. intelligence now of, a, of an adult, and you see what he's talking about. Right. And it's just right. real stuff. And not just that, but how many neighborhoods that we know, we grew up in, that no longer exist? They don't, exist, look, the they don't yeah. look the same. Or you yeah. see more liquor stores being added Every on to Every five to ten years, it looks like it's like a flip-flop. We in, they out. Mm-hmm. We out, they in. Yeah. Right now, they they want the city back. Now, yeah, they, want, a lot the of, they want the city back. Back in the day, they didn't want to have no parts of the city. Mm-hmm. Was, that's why you had to what the suburbs. Right now, everybody wants the city back. Mm-hmm. And now gentrification is happening. You see, these projects crime rates go out, go mm-hmm. up on uh, in the outskirts now. On the outskirts mm-hmm. because they they're driving them out. Yep. And they mix some people in that will never mix. Mixed, mixed. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Which to the chagrin of the folks that left the city to begin with they're like I don't want these folks out here by me you know what I mean that's why I left the city or whatever like that yeah you don't want to deal with that right you don't want to deal with that it's it's hard to deal with that you know when you when you work real hard just to speak for for for, it's it's black people that never have a voice because they wrong before they speak and 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 me being from the inner city and the projects I understand it you know being a father if if you know this is crime ridden area and I got a baby on the way, and I'm, I want to get married, or I'm already married, and I got children on the way. I'm trying to think about raising my family. I'm not going to raise them there. Right. So I'm going to go out. Right. So now that I'm out, and I got my family away from that, mm-hmm. I got a nice life. You know, I got the car, the house, the kids. You know, we, we planning for college and all of that. Now you start mixing in the problem. Okay. And And, and they don't care about that. They don't care about that, and it's hard for people. I, I hear people say it, and and a lot of times, you know, that old me is like, well, why you got a problem with being around people just like you? Well, when they don't get it, you know what I mean? That's always been a problem with us, when you don't get it, when you don't understand brotherhood and community, when yeah. you don't understand what it takes for us to get to the next level, right? and you come out here with this bullshit that they started, that they fed to you. Mm-hmm. They forced you into this lifestyle. You know what I mean? They 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 didn't give you a choice, and now when you're in a situation where you have a choice, you don't understand that you have one. Okay. 
I'm with it. Yeah. Uh, that's that's the point I was making. I think you said it. I think you said it perfectly good. Like you said, you may start for a different way. You may have a hard life, but when you get old, like you said, you don't understand that you have a choice. You don't have to go down that path. Yeah. You don't have to. You do not have to. That's what I'm saying. At the end of the day, I've seen it. You've seen it. You've seen it. And I want to say before we move on. Go ahead. Continue. I don't necessarily feel the way they feel, but I understand it. Right. You I understand. I, mean? I think yeah, we all I, do. I think yeah. we all three of us can say that we do. I think but we you know, it's favorite. taboo for us to say it. You know, for them to say it, you know, they have to say that kind of stuff to me when it's just us. No, I mean, like I understand what just trying to talk like, damn, my son went to school and, and got mm-hmm. beat up. Right. And, and and they don't want to say, well, it was a good neighborhood until the niggas moved in. <laughs> like, well, we understand. I understand what you mean. Mm-hmm. It, it, it's hard to hard to, to, to translate that to somebody, you know, especially somebody from that area. Right. But I get it. I get it. And a lot of times we we, we we live like that because we don't know no better. Ahead, you know? And that's what they don't understand. Yeah, man. I mean, I'm with you on that. And I think that it's, it's just a matter yeah, of... Yeah, you bougie. Go ahead and talk. No, nah, I ain't bougie. I was letting you elaborate, man. I was speaking for the bougie nigga. <laughs> nah, this guy right here. This guy here. I know you wanted to say it, so I said... Nah, nah, he's the bougie one. You should watch that. words in your mouth. Watch this, though. We'll, 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 I ain't gonna pull out what kind of car he got with his bougie. He's bougie, though. It ain't, it, it, it ain't no Kia. Oh, I wish it was. No, you don't. No, you, you don't. don't. <laughs> That's why your ass got what you got, because your ass can afford to get what you want. Let me, I ain't going to put your goods out there. My car is 20 years old, sir. Yeah, I hear you. <laughs> 20 years old and shining like a motherfucker. 20 years old. But, I mean, I just think that all, the only thing I'm saying is that I get that people in a situation, they're in an environment where they feel like that's the only way they got to survive, man. But, again, that's why you it, you have to make sure that you have to think of things from a common sense standpoint. What are the results of me doing this, man? Mm-hmm. Yes, I'm getting this money. Yeah, I'm doing that. But what are the results of that? Do I have to go in this person's house and shoot him up and take his life in order for me to have more for myself? Do I have to participate in a lifestyle where, yes, I am getting money, and yes, the money comes a lot quicker, but what is what is the, the exchange for that? Potential lifetime in prison and, and or th- shot or killed yourself. Uh, so, and I want to think about that. And that's yeah. what I'm saying. This I'm not saying this to judge anyone because I understand people that doing to do right. what they feel that was necessary. Necessary, right? right? Yeah. But how many cats that we known that did make those decisions based upon like we talked about now because I got to feed and everything, and they didn't come out on the other side in a positive way. Mm-hmm. Their life was taken. But if you if you they they locked up in jail. Of, most of those answers would be yeah. What I'm already in prison. So I ain't scared of prison. It. What and as far as in your environment? Yeah, but see, that's I'm already what, in the cage with animals. But, but what you just said was earlier, you mean like physical prison. Or are you talking about mentally? Mentally. But what you you said something, and you and you said, but that's why it's important that we have to make sure that as a community together, that we educate, we talk to these young cats that's going down a path. We see it. You you come on. Most black folks I know they know exactly what's going on outside their house. Instead of us ignoring them, why don't we just say, hey? You know, you see him talking with mentor, mentorship. Talk to him. You mentor someone, do you not? Mm-hmm. I, I mentor someone. I know yeah. you mentor someone. Sure. And it takes yeah. just someone just giving a damn and being like, you got a story to tell, G. You said you lived that life at one point in your life. Yeah. Is that who you are today? No. 
not even close. Okay. So it takes for us to, for people not to judge them per se and criticize them and let them know there's a better way. There's a different alternative. Mm-hmm. Talk to them about credit, business line of credit. Talking about, you know, the hustle game. You can have the hustle mentality, but do it in a way where it's more of dealing with credit mm-hmm. or dealing with, like you said, business. You can still have that hustle mentality. You going out there and staying out on the block because that takes a level of discipline. It does. It's a, that's discipline. Think about it. Regardless of how anybody wants, that's discipline for you to sit out on the block for no. hours to wait. That's a form of discipline, is it not? Facts. No, that's. I, I, I say it all the time. Um, I just think, transition it to I a different think place. Drug like the. There's a level of entrepreneurship, entrepreneurship mindedness. Mm-hmm. If that's even the word. For, I think some of the best entrepreneurs have been drug dealers. Absolutely. You look at example of uh, uh, Sean Carter, uh, uh, our brother G sitting here. No, 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 no. <laughs> Don't put me out there. <laughs> Wait, but I was, but I was pharmacist early. <laughs> no, 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 no. You know he mess with people all the time. He didn't like that. He didn't like that. He said, "Hold on now." <laughs> no. All right, go ahead. <laughs> Bilingual is the difference. Oh, finish what you were saying. Right? <laughs> no, but, uh, but yeah, I, I think uh, there's a there's a level, like you said, a level of discipline, a level of entrepreneurship that if taken to a more positive uh, arena, man, they'll be they'll, they can go so far, so far, man. And that's all I'm saying. Because I, I I know I know I have friends and and some family members that have done the same thing. You know what I mean? That taking that same drive that they had on the block. Bring it to a boardroom. And they're successful. Successful. It's yep. just that drive of, like you said, you don't want your family not to go without. So instead of going in the street, find another avenue of having that same mentality and going in that direction and giving it all you got. Yeah. That's the only thing I'm saying, man. Just knowing that you don't have to take something off somebody's plate or hurt somebody right. to get to where you go. Right. That's, all, that's all I'm saying. You don't saying. have to do that. That's right. all I'm saying. In order for you, you if, if you... In order for you to heal yourself, you hurting others, and I'm talking about you really hurting them. Dang, that nine times I say it's not the right way. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. A lot of the turning point for me was like the first time I, I seen a dude with his family, you know, cracked out, mm-hmm. and he owed me money. And you know, at that point on the street, you're supposed to do something about that. Mm-hmm. And this, this is when I knew I wasn't cut out for it right. anyway. Yeah, yeah, I learned because I, because I cared. Way too much. Like I, I, I had already, you know, I grew up where there was a sense of family mm-hmm. and a sense of community. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? At least that's what I got from it. Mm-hmm. You know, everybody was helping each other and doing things with each other. And and when I got out down the street, you know, it it didn't last as long as most because I I couldn't do what 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 they was telling me to do. I couldn't do all that stuff because I cared. I'm, to this day, I'm still like the gentle, you know, guy. I, I care. So if there's a way I can help you, if I'm hurting you, I'm gonna stop doing. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And a lot yeah. of us don't have that conscience mm-hmm. because they were robbed of, of seeing what we saw. Mm-hmm. You know, a lot of us right. that saw community and family. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. You know, and it's, yeah. it's it's like at some point we gotta stop the bleed. So. For most of these kids that's out here now, and some of the people that's been out here forever, you know, they didn't get to see that. Mm-hmm. They don't know what you feel like to go to church or go to grandma's house for the weekend and right. eat dinner with the family. Right. They don't know that. So, and that's why I, 
I try not to judge them. Not saying that, you know, we were, you know, at any point in these conversations, but I try not to. I try to understand more than I try to criticize. Absolutely. Because they that's the world they know. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? When I was out there, that was the world I know. And I did some stuff that I ain't proud of. It, you know, me meeting who I was 20 years ago right now, I don't want to talk to that brother. You know what I mean? That'll, that'll be a problem for me. Mm-hmm. It, it'll be hard for me to get through. Can yeah. I ask you a question? Yeah. So what, what inspired you? What helped you to start transitioning into a different direction? I think there may be some people out there that's listening that's probably in a situation where they may be in that life right now and need to figure out how, did they make, how do I make that transition from this lifestyle into a different path? What, what helped you to go on that path? My, my fear came back. Fear of what? My, my fear came back far as like you know being knowing that I had a child on the way and knowing that I didn't want her you know to to deal with the things that I dealt with so what did you do so to, what did you I do had to transition? Start changing my environment you changed your environment I, I changed I changed who I what I socialized myself with okay you know that's huge and that's huge it was necessary you know it was time for that because I you know a big uh, the biggest part for the way I was back then I was an angry person back then. Mm-hmm. And a lot of that was actually fear. I was I was uh, aggressive like that because I was scared that somebody was going to do what I did to some of them. Mm-hmm. To me. Mm-hmm. You know, I didn't want nobody to hurt me or take something off my plate. I was that, scared of that. You speak into that cycle that I yeah, think happens yeah, yeah, yeah. In, the, in, in that community, yeah. too, in that, in that world. You in know that, what I mean? Yeah, yeah in that world. Sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I, I yeah. was always scared of that. I was always get you know scared of being shot, set up, or any of that stuff. So mm-hmm. I was always in fear of that kind of stuff happening to me because that's what was happening around around me. Yeah, to everybody. Yep, yep, yep. And I and 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 you have to use whatever light you have in your life. You have to use that to motivate you to get away from that darkness. Mm-hmm. Got to man. You have Got to use you. that. And for me, it was my children. I had to get away from that so that they can have a better life. So that they ain't have to go to sleep sleeping behind the wall so they don't get shot in their yeah. sleep. Facts. You know what yeah. I mean? That's sad. That's or sad. walk out and step on, you know, needles and coke bags and crack you know, vials and stuff like that. Like that that wasn't cool getting off the school bus seeing somebody standing there with a shotgun. You know what I mean? Or you seeing someone geeked up. Yeah. Uh yeah. uh. uh Geek. Yeah. Oh, I mean, crackheads were aggressive. Back in the day, they were aggressive and they'd walk <laughs> they up on anybody. Aggressive. Yeah, They're man. Like getting off a cruise ship in Jamaica. Big fast. <laughs> and, and, and we all seen that yeah, get up life. I'm hearing, I'm hearing G talk and I'm just thinking about, I just, I have so much admiration for my parents. Um, my just suit. thinking about living a half a block from the Florida Project. I recall walking home from school, from elementary school. And being at the project, the Florida project is like the next block over. I see a guy running across the courtyard and somebody chasing behind him, literally shooting at him. I, I recall me and my brothers outside playing with our G.I. Joes and a guy um, running right up the street, ran right past us with a gun in his hand, running behind somebody. Like, and, and, and the reason why I have so much admiration for my parents thinking about that is because even though we wasn't completely shielded from seeing that kind of stuff, it never infiltrated our home. My mom never did drugs. My dad never did drugs. Like, you know what I mean? I, ha- I have uh, aunts and uncles that have. But 
it never penetrated the home. It never affected me and my brother in a, in, in, in a negative way. Likewise. Where we even wanted to go out and try and do some of those things, man. So shout out to them, man. I, I, you know, that, to, to what we were saying earlier, just the importance of family and community. Yeah. You know, it goes a long way, man. We need more of that now, like me and like your father. Yeah, man. My uh, father definitely did that, too, man. I have to say that my father was a huge influence. You have a daddy? Yeah, I talk about my dad on this podcast. Oh. I'm the one. He's tripping, bro. I, I love my father, man. I love my daddy. I love my parents, and I'm grateful for him because, especially as you get older and like we're talking about, and you see why certain things happen. Like, I used right. to live in the hood, the country hood. My parents moved us out. And when I talked to them when I got older, I said, what, Why did y'all do that? They said, because we wanted y'all to have a better environment. I told your dad that I didn't want y'all being in this. I didn't want my kids being involved in this. They seen some of the people who I was hanging out with at the time and seen that the possibility that path I could have went down. And instead of them staying there for comfort or whatever the case may be or the reason why, they found the way and got me and my sister out of that environment. And I'm grateful for that. And that takes a lot of effort, a lot of sacrifice, a lot of dedication, and you wanting more for your child. Yeah. That that's just what it is, like his parents did. Mm-hmm. So I'm forever grateful for that because God knows what path I could have went down. Thanks. That was awesome, man. That's Your daddy know you ain't got no socks on. It's cold as hell outside. Actually, I do got socks on. So this is what you have to do I with cats. This, this is what you have to do for cats like him. Let me don't let us to James right quick. Because you know, let him know that's the that's the no the no see socks, right? The no, yeah. No, yeah. And they clean. Yeah, they, I don't know. It's Yo. a smell that just overtook the room. Yo, yeah, you'll be all right. You'll live. <laughs> Transitioning to something that, um, that I wanted to bring to you guys as far as the conversation. Uh-huh. Um, what do you guys know about this completely switching topic? You got to explain. Go ahead and um, Hurry up. Uh, NFT. I've been so I've been thinking and I've been looking at the NFT, especially the artwork, right? Uh, and I've okay. been wanting to get into it. So okay. it's interesting that you do that. That means the laws of energy is working in our favor. <laughs> because I've the been looking, yeah, yeah, because <laughs> I'm like I'm seeing people making money off of it and I'm Fact. researching it and it's more of artwork where you can buy the artwork and if mm-hmm. I'm not mistaken, correct me if I'm wrong, if someone buys that or you the company you buy it from decides to sell it, you can get a percentage off of that. Is that correct? I'm saying from ten well, to ten percent, twenty five percent. So if correct. I could just give like a little brief yeah. throw it out. So assuming everybody listening knows what an NFT is. I don't it's a, I it's, have no it's idea. A, okay. So NFT stands for non fungible token. Mm-hmm. NFT basically means that um, it's it's it can be artwork, it can be music. Mm-hmm. Uh, for example, Nas just sold rights to two songs, Rare and Ultra Black, from his last two albums, um, King's Disease. And the way it works is, I know, right? No, I missed on that I missed out on that sale too. But so the, so the way so the way it works is somebody sells an intellectual property that can be artwork, that can be music, that can be Mobility, anything, uh, any type of digital asset. Asset. Yep. And the reason what what makes it different from anything we've seen before is because they put it on what's called the blockchain. And the blockchain, uh, the the easiest way I can explain it is blockchain is where it's a digital ledger that all uh, any, anybody that signs up or anybody that uh, jump that um, um, 
logs into that blockchain uh, is typically ran by Ethereum. Ethereum yep. is one of the biggest ones. Mm-hmm. Um, and when you buy something, your name goes on that digital ledger and say, okay, this person, like, let's say you brought one of the, the, the some of the rights to yeah. Nas and Song. Yeah. You're on that ledger now. And let's say you purchased it for two hundred fifty dollars. That's the one I was going to get, but I missed out on the sale. I, just, I know. Yeah, I'm still I, upset about that. I'm still going to get it. It's okay though. That's one of the things I'm going to get. Uh, but so I may not have gotten it for two hundred fifty dollars, but the person who purchased it, he could turn around and try and sell it again. Now he might turn around and try and sell it for four hundred dollars. Now Nas gets resale rights on yep. what he already sold to you. Meaning, like, if, 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 if that person sell it to me for $400, let's say somewhere in that blockchain contract, Nas gets a 20 or 30 percentage, percentage yep. of the sale, of mm-hmm. the resale of that of that NFT. So now replace Nas' song with uh, some artwork that you did. And, and, dude, when you see some of this artwork, I don't know if y'all had a chance to look at it. It'd be some of the craziest It'd be shit. some of the craziest stuff. Like, this it's monkey, they just, they're doing this, this thing with the apes now. Yeah, the apes and they're having a digital way changing. That's the, that's the yacht. And, and you're that's seeing a lot of NFTs with yeah. the apes, man. And then yeah. also, too, if I'm not mistaken, correct me if I'm wrong, when you're buying these NFTs, you get certain perks with these NFTs, too, depending on what you it, get. It depends on the, how... Uh, on what the artist provides. Is that correct? Yeah, you are. You are. Because, like, for example, the example I gave with Nas, Nas offered um, uh, uh, royalty rights on that song. So he sold 50% of his royalty rights for that particular song, not the album. Mm -hmm. Because if it was an album, that shit would be selling for, like, $100,000 or something like that. So basically means, like, so now people going around listening to that song Ultra Black or Rare, there's a percentage of royalties being paid out to all those people who own 50% of the royalties for that song. Like that. So Where do you buy NFTs from? Good question. So, um, NFTs, there's a lot of different markets that, that, that that's popping up. That they, 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 By the end of this week or next week, they can have three more. But some of the biggest ones is OpenSea, uh, uh, Crypto. Uh, wait, is it crypto.com? Is, is one Coinbase who I'm associated with? Coinbase and Coinbase have NFTs, yeah. They got it to where you can buy NFTs through Coinbase now. So, uh, do I have it with me? You have to talk to me off camera, yeah. Right we there. can talk about it more, but I just got my Coinbase card that came into the mail the other day, and so now with this card. Now they got it to where I can actually use this as a debit card, but the money that's on is actually cryptocurrency. Mm. And I put like I mean it's not a lot it's like five hundred dollars or whatever like that but you can take that five hundred dollars oh be clear like <laughs> I ain't nobody checking for me on <laughs> but nah. like, boy you got walk to your car <laughs> <laughs> but yeah you uh you 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 go on OpenSea and some of these other markets and you can buy a lot of folks are on there now uh, buying and flipping. So they'll, what they'll do is uh, they call it a project, and I'm gonna use the the artwork because that's seen to be the most common one, where an artist uh, will get a name for themselves because the notoriety goes along with it. Like you ever heard of Banksy? You ever heard of Banksy? No. This is a guy that do a lot of artwork uh, all over the all over the country. He's well known because he'll mysteriously pop up somewhere and do one of his artwork, and he'll sign Banksy, and everybody know who that is. But anyway, let's say Banksy wants to create a project. And that's what they typically call an NFT. It's a project where you want to put together either 
a 10. You can, you can have however many you want. But most of the time, it's a 10, 100, or even 10,000 collection. And in that collection, uh, Ty um, referenced the, uh, the, the apes. So the yacht apes, it'll be just a regular picture of an ape. And then you add certain digital assets. So this one has an earring. This one got a zombie face or whatever like that. And depending mm-hmm. on... So for each of those variations you make to that art, you can determine how rare that particular art piece is. And the way you determine that is how many of those are you going to sell? Because let's say the artwork that let's say the ape that looks like Michael Jackson, I'm only making 10 of those. And 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 of those 10, I'm selling them for $1,000, but all my other ones sell for like $100. You're creating the demand for that artwork. So if you got a name behind yourself and you create that artwork and you put it out there, people are going to scoop that shit up. There's a 12-year-old girl who lives in Michigan, I believe, and she has made almost almost a million dollars right now because she make these giraffe-neck uh, women or something like that. It's like real positive movement or whatever like that, but she's only 12 years old, and her artwork is selling like hotcakes because... People just get behind it. Like, nobody knows the rhyme or reason of what draws people to buy this kind of stuff. Yeah, man. But all I know is I need to learn how to goddamn draw. (laughs) (laughs) Or just even learning what to buy and knowing what NFT to buy. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, no, the flip. So so for that, the the best thing I would tell you guys to do is to get on OpenSea. First of all, open the cryptocurrency uh, uh, account. You can either go to CryptoBank.com. You can go to OpenSea. What about Coinbase? Coinbase. That's who I'm with. I'm with Coinbase. You with Coinbase? Yeah. And so, uh, and on there, you want to just have, you want to have some of your money liquefied to cryptocurrency. Mm -hmm. So when you start looking at these projects, let's say, uh, who I saw that's coming out with one? Gary V. I don't know if y'all know who Gary V. is. I've seen. I'm trying to, this this is where I'm I'm understanding so far. Yeah, let me know if I'm going too far. After I buy some artwork, who says somebody gonna buy it from me? You don't. You don't know. You don't know. But here's the thing, though, that and just like investing, just like investing in the stock market, there's risk involved with it because if you're not familiar with the project, if you're not familiar with the artist, you could be dumping your money into it's some just, shit that it, you're not gonna exactly because that's why you have to do your research you and know where you, whoever you're buying this NFT artwork mm-hmm. from. And how much traffic they drive, what's the background behind right. them and stuff. Because right. if they're, correct me if I'm wrong, mm-hmm. if they have a good, reputable uh, uh, NFT or they're Not reputable, even company, reputable but they got you, a good buzz and you're seeing a lot of traffic come through there and you're seeing it, it's going to sell. Right. If you're going to a person who say they got NFT artwork and you go to their Twitter or you go to their social media, they only got like 300 followers, you probably don't want to buy that because they're not getting a lot of traffic. Right. But if you're sending NFT that you run across that may be $250 and you go to the person who's behind the NFT and they got traffic with thousands of people following, you mm-hmm. might want to buy from them because right. it's a good chance based on the traffic they're buying, someone's going to catch that and want to be interested. Is that so correct? Do I, buy, do I put it back on there? Mm-hmm. Or is it just on there anyway? It's automatic. Go ahead. Well, you, That's a good you, question. You buy, yeah, so you'll, you'll buy the artwork... And then it's on that platform for you to resell it. Mm-hmm. Now, as when you first purchase it, it's on it. it it's kind of like in your digital wallet. What? And then you would then or not, not say digital wallet portfolio. It's in your digital portfolio. Then you could take it out and put it back on the market for resale value. 
and then depending on the smart contract baked into the, that blockchain for that artwork, the the artist may say, "Hey, I want twenty percent off for the resale." So some may go as high as thirty or forty, depending on like that that the yacht apes. Mm-hmm. That shit, like that dude is making bank off and they, the and resale. Still, Eminem just brought one for like almost four hundred something thousand dollars, and, and like, right, it's crazy. And right now, the crazy thing is, even though we're hearing a lot of people making money off of it, based upon the research I've done, it's only like like a little over two percent of the people who's even involved in NFT, so it's still wide open. It is. And that's the reason why I want to get into it, because I'm like, people are making, you're hearing these stories of people mm-hmm. making money, like so the young the lady, young lady yeah. and then everything like them. out. that's putting their jobs, and people that's putting their jobs who would otherwise work as a graphic designer, now they're doing, they're doing their own work and putting it out there. I, I think that's important that we come together, especially if one of us knows something, I'm just speaking, because I'm interested in it. That we come together, put our minds together to be able to look into it. Because this can be something that can be a game changer for a lot of people. I'm Absolutely. looking at it, it can be a game changer for myself and my yeah. household. Yeah, yeah, That's yeah. what I'm interested in. Yeah, man. Um, like, so, um, man, the I just learned stocks. And y'all trying to put me somewhere else. Because uh, right now, stocks is pretty much stocks locked up. Is, it's it's, it's yeah. pretty much locked up right now unless you just know the stock game like that. It's pretty much locked I, up. I, I would say, say the same thing. It's not that you can't make money, money off it, of right. I would think like that's more... Stocks is still good. I'm never going to shit on stocks. But that's more of a long-term game. Especially term from game. Your, your company. That's more of a long-term game. Whereas if you get a basic understanding of NFTs and crypto and stuff like that. That's There's now. a new crypto coming out, like a, a, a new cryptocurrency coming out, like almost every other month, right? Uh, whether it's Bitcoin, Ethereum, Dogecoin, some of these other ones. That, uh, like DOG. Yeah, there, there's there's all this stuff that's out DOG. there, and we're kind of. Uh, it's funny, Gary V, who I follow a lot, I, I really admire that brother. Um, he's a white guy. I'm gonna call him brother. Um, he he said that. We're, if you rewind the clock, clock back to like 1991, right before the uh, internet bubble, mm-hmm. that's where we're at now for, that was web 1.0, where we just, you could pull up a website, you see a bunch of letters and yeah, stuff like yeah, that, we yeah. had a stupid dial-up shit, yeah. then we went to the web, web 2.0, 2.0 and that's which what, we're currently at right now. JavaScript and all yeah. that stuff, yeah, video chat yep, and all that stuff. The next phase is web 3.0, and things that's like the, the blockchain. Things like Metaverse that uh, the, the the CEO of uh, of uh, Facebook is talking about right the now. The Metaverse game. That's, that's that's where it's going. That's where they're going. And I, I didn't even realize. And I just right like, now is the time to learn that stuff now. Did you know that they got NF, um, excuse me, Metaverse real estate agents? Yes. It, it's a, I didn't even know that. Yeah. So they got real estate. Whoa, 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 whoa. Yes. Whoa, whoa, slow, slow down. Okay. What the hell is metaverse? The ooh, virtual reality. You know how you see, and that's pretty much what it is. That's the, the, the basic. Is that the yeah, most yeah, yeah. basic way yeah, of it? You know how you seen like in futuristic movies where people sit at home and they're just zoned in into this virtual reality where it's exactly like that. Never saw you, but oh shit, um, uh, <laughs> that's a whole. This came up before. Wait, this came up before. Damn it, we're gonna yeah. tackle it now. Yeah. Damn it, we tackle it now. <laughs> you never seen Matrix. My, my, why? I, I, I mean, I mean, I mean, that's, 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 a, fair I, that's a fair question. I ask why. I've never been in the things that weren't real. It's very real. It's very real. That's the, that's that's that shit more real. That's really boy. That's that is an eye opener. You you all the stuff that we talk about. That movie talks about it, yeah. but in a in a very metaphoric way. We, should, we can have a whole discussion. Just you know on the, the Matrix and you know the, the writer, world. the original writer behind mm-hmm. it was. 
Not the Rakoski. They, they, they don't said Bill Cosby? No, not the, the Rakoski uh, sisters, brothers, yeah, yeah, yeah. you know, whatever. whatever they, yeah, you know, yeah, next, no, yeah. again, Respect. whatever. Yeah. But that script, this the, 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 the legend behind it is the script was originally written by a sister. What? And it's the same person who wrote the Matrix script, if I'm not mistaken. And correct me, we could do research on it. Also, I, feel I like think I'm she was involved also to in the Terminator, too. What? Is that why the Oracle was a black woman? I'm just saying, look. Come on, man. There's no all research right, on right, it and everything. Right. But the movie is, but, we, but the whole point is the movie is very metaphoric. Please watch yes, the first yes. one. You the first one and the second mm-hmm. one, just watch it. The third one was yeah. cool. But the first and second, you got to watch it because when you're seeing what they're talking about. You it's happening right now. They're talking about now. Yeah, it's happening right now. Um, so, but Wait, like, I say, like the metaverse is virtual reality. It's what, so... Uh, that's what Facebook is going into. That's what I'm about it's gonna, to say. It's going Mark into Zuckerberg is taking Facebook and he want to change it to the metaverse. So he's changing the name of it and everything. So basically... He's changing it from Facebook? Yeah. yeah he's going to change it. It's, 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 it's going to be called Meta. It's going to be called Meta or Metaverse or something no, like that. Metaverse. metaverse. Yeah. But he bought that name from a computer company. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's, deep, but it's deep, man. So it's so, deep. So yeah. I don't know. You see those Oculus things that people put on the Oculus. That's what it's called. I got, Oculus. I got one at You home. bought an Oculus? I should. I need to bring it, dude. Next time I'm it, bringing how it. How is it? Thing. It's amazing. I've never. I seen people dude, videos. That shit, yo, that shit is amazing. You look like what? I'm lost. I'm not, I'm oh, not. oh my bad. We go. Wait, wait. Let me back up. I get. I get. I get. I get. I geeked out. I'm geeked. I'm my bad. Go ahead. All right. Where 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 I lost you at? Because huh? I, I know. Well, I, no, where you I at? Where you lost that word? You and the folks listening. So, to get virtual reality. Virtual it's reality. Sa- it's exactly this nuclear as, as virtual reality, but what you're going to be able to do in the metaverse is not only like you have, of course, your own um, avatar, right? Who yeah, yeah, you yeah. are. But your your avatar, you're going to be able to do stuff buy real estate, homes, clothes, and stuff like It's going to get to that but point. But you're not. Wearing that shit for real, but that's what they're going in because everything here, is digital now. Here, here's the thing. Here, here, here's but, why. This is why this shit is. So they're pushing right it now, dude. They're like, pushing this, it. I, I really want G to get this because it's not. It's not physical clothing. It's not. But on the digital in the digital world, the, metaverse. Metaverse is going to be virtual reality in the next ten years. Is going to be what Facebook is now. Imagine instead of. Messaging your folks on it, which one calling you guys all put on your Oculus mask or, or equivalent the, to it. What the hell is an Oculus mask? Oculus is the, is uh, like the it's, 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 virtual reality. It's, it's, go- it's, it's got goggles, like you know how you put on these goggles and you're seeing oh, like a game and stuff like that. It's just like that, but it's not gonna be for so the little glasses. Thing. The little glasses yeah. thing yeah. that you that you, you put wear. over your hand okay. and you gonna have like these little hand. You got it's got hand things. Yeah, too. I got the the motion things. sensors, right? So yeah, so you already in the metaverse. I just I know about it. You excited? No, I'm, I'm, I'm excited. We both are yeah, because they, we're, we're excited do, about. Let me the ask you this: Talk. Do they sell socks? Oh, yeah, he got on socks. He I got on socks. <laughs> Why you so? They, they, they might sell your type of socks. You, you got, hey, but you got the same thing hey, on socks. Hey, he got hey, check the ankles. Oh I'm God, asking. don't say the ankles. <laughs> at least I put some shade on yeah, mine, bro. And I checked up. Not ever. And then the back part, you, know, you got to look at the back part, that lower ankle. You yeah, know yeah, but he got that little white strip. <laughs> yeah, yeah, man. Yeah. But wait, I, I, I don't want us to miss this. So, um, so in the metaverse, virtual reality, like I was using the analogy of instead of going online and everybody wishing or making happy birthday posts under your, com- under your thing that you posted was your birthday, in 10 years, 
people are going to be able to put on their Oculus or equivalent, because Oculus is not the only one that makes the virtual yeah. glasses, but I'm calling Oculus, that's the most popular That's the most popular name. And then, uh, and people will meet up virtually as their avatar at your birthday party. You can, you can host a birthday party at, at home, which equivalent... We'll, we'll so further virtual. pushing us away from people? Did, you might as well say yeah. that. It's going to make it what people are going to be. Here's the thing, It's going to make people more There's introvert. There's no way to turn this shit off. And, and, There's no way to turn it off. So they might as well get on board. It's, I mean, There's no it, way to turn it, this shit Because it, what's going on is it's going to make people become more socially awkward in a sense where physically we won't talk to each other. But right. visually, I can talk to you. Right. I can have an avatar. And, and I think the problem is... It's already I, doing, I, we're already doing it now. If you look at dating and stuff like that now, we've been going this way for a long time. Yeah, man. And at this point, I don't have to meet you face-to-face. I can you feel about that, though. I think so. I think I'm geeking out because I know about it. Jessica, I know about it. That's why I'm geeking out. I'm not geeking out because of the results of it. Right. I'm geeking out because I know about it. But the results of it, I think, is going to make people socially awkward. They're already awkward now. But I was saying I, the reason why I'm geeked about it because I plan to make a lot of goddamn money from this stuff. <laughs> I'm making a shit ton of money from it. Now the ramifications and here's the thing. Uh, one of my good friends, shout out to Mark Millions on this one. Uh, Mark uh, said some, he gave me these words of wisdom. He said that when the world, when it comes to business, when the world freaks out and run away, you run to it. Because the same thing happened with the internet. Same thing happened with Napster. Same thing happened with any break in, the same thing that, uh, that happens with usually any break of Technology, right? You got some people that's fearful of it. Like I already saw the I saw the articles written by the uh, the, the boomers about oh uh, uh, Mark is about to take us into the dark ages again with this whole metaverse and and, and different things like that. Um, that's usually what comes before a breakthrough in technology. There's a lot of people that's fearful of it. There's a lot of people that be like, oh, like, what is it going to mean for... So, the bottom line is, we've already been leaning to this for the last two decades. When you look at the dating, when you look at Zoom calls, look at what the pandemic did. Look how we was able to still stay afloat business-wise, or companies was able to still stay afloat business-wise because they have work from home and Zoom and all these different type of technologies. Mm -hmm. The bottom line is, we can't turn this thing off. So... Either learn as much as you can about it, because here's another reason why our people definitely need to learn about it, because this, I feel like this would be another way that they can try and wedge, uh, 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 um, uh, put in a wedge of advancement for our people, because everybody's not up on this. You know what I mean? I'm not up on it. Well, we're gonna get you up on it. Yeah, yeah, man. It's a brothood, man, and I think that I'm gonna bring my Oculus I, next time. I'm gonna bring my Oculus Quest uh, Quest. I think it's a, it's a brotherhood, and like you said, he's gonna put you up on it. And I think it's something that we definitely offline. We, we can't get left behind. On we need to talk about. We need to talk about because this is pretty much to me equivalent to the prohibition of alcohol. Facts, dude. Facts, because folks are getting that's that's so that's yeah yeah that's a that's a wild statement, dude. Because if you look at what's happening now. Like you talked about, but none of this stuff is real. Nike just got the rights to sell digital footwear. They just got approval to sell digital they footwear. They can sell foot Jordans, the next Jordan Air Maxes. They're going they to be an exclusive version of those Jordans on the metaverse. On, on the metaverse. Only on the metaverse. So the avatar that you create, and and here's why it's so appealing. The awkwardness, yes, it's going to, it's going to, I'm interested to see what, it, what what will happen 20, 30 years from now when we start talking about the youth. Like, my kid, 
you know, y'all children or whatever. Our like children, that, children. Our children's children is gonna are, are, are gonna cope with being able to make the person that they ideally see for themselves in the metaverse, and then have to and then have to somehow. Um, reconcile with the real world of it. I, I, so your point, some I, of the questions you had, and, and, I, and I agree, and I think that that's the only concern I have because okay, you can make this facade of in a metaverse of you being this person who may look this way, mm-hmm. who may have all, all this gear, who may even have the quote unquote metaverse house. I think if you buy in real estate, then people are gonna start trying to look at you based upon your metaverse of what you have, especially right. if you're looking online. Yeah. Well, what you got? Well, that's all you got. That's your home. Mm-hmm. That's what you're wearing. That's mm-hmm. your avatar. Where the yeah, case yeah, may yeah. be. Yeah. And I think that the long-term effect can be negative because it can create insecurities because now digitally, if I don't feel like I'm on yes, point, dude. then how y'all going to feel physically in the reality? Yeah. But the reason why the assignment comes because it's right now on the on the rise and it's yeah, a cash crop so. you can make mm-hmm. money off of. Absolutely. But that's why it's important. You said this. You got to be in touch and be at home because regardless of if kids start to learn about the metaverse and get involved with it, don't let this metaverse define who you are who in you this are. reality. Okay. Right, still be a still be a whole person. Still, still be you, and be you. And if this is who you idealize yourself as being, your avatar, then make that a reality. Work hard for it. Get I'm gonna your, make myself. You, you know what I'm saying? Huh? I'm gonna be my avatar is gonna be look look exactly I'm, like. I, I don't. I, this guy crazy. He's gonna make his avatar like Idris Elba. So what you so what? Go ahead, Jay. You've been quiet, man, the last 10. We don't want to say nothing else. You go. <laughs> I ain't got nothing to say about that. I don't I don't know. I'm learning. I'm learning. That's why I let y'all have the floor. I'm not. Yeah, I, so. It's, it's a lot okay, of so based learn. off what we shared so far, what, what, any questions that, that like, what, what, is, what is not clear in terms of? All of it is not clear because I just heard about it. Got okay, it. cool. Okay. That makes so. sense. But I think that what we need to do, and again, I'm, I'm, being, I'm saying it's not because of the sake of us recording it, but. We need to come together and talk about it. Yeah, we educate each other, and we can educate about it and kind of go from there. Because I'm trying to do a whole lot offline. Yeah, because we gotta start. We gotta be the leading example. No, just tell tell all of us. Well, we can't talk. I want to. One thing I won't do is give out information on something if I'm not too sure about. I I tell about what I do know exactly. Mm -hmm. So, what's your address? I'm not telling you that. <laughs> oh, no, I'm not telling you that, but I'm not going to put it on out there. No disrespect intended. So all of us can come back. You, you watch this. Subscribers, you going to put your address in the comment section? Hey, this is my Addy? Yeah, I would. <laughs> Addy. Here. Addy. I'm like the ad. He said your address. I'm like, oh, okay. Now I'm, I'm here. Oh, now. ADDY. Yeah, yeah. I didn't know what the hell that was. Yeah, the ad. They ain't got time. Like, What's that? My email. Away <laughs> One syllable, not all the extra stuff. I, I thought it was an email. I sent my nephew my email address. <laughs> <laughs> I can't stand this guy. <laughs> yeah, that's a true story. Man, <laughs> man, man. I, man. I ain't know what it was. Man, man. Well, man. this has been an interesting conversation. Uh, y'all chime in. And let us know what y'all think. Y'all, y'all got it all out y'all system. Y'all was geeked out for a minute. We did. I, 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 we we did. geeked y'all, out. We definitely geeked out on that segment. But I want to say this though: the reason why I'm more geeked out than anything. <laughs> yeah, we geeked out. But but he he had because this is the part where he like he was quiet as hell. But I, I respect it because he didn't know what he was talking. About. But but you he know what? Talking. But I'm one more happy about man just us being able to fellowship as a brotherhood again. We haven't right. seen each other all together, and you know, all year, yeah, going almost a month. 
Almost a month. You got yeah. that time. We, 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 it's already January twenty third. The month is gone. Put it together. You it's might want to say the month since we put out a show. Right. Yeah. So what I'm saying is, I'm just more geeked out, and, and my energy may have displayed more in this situation because I know about. I'm just have to be amongst my brothers, man. The energy. Yeah. So yeah, I'm gonna try to get y'all to be a little bit more frequent. Yeah. yeah, yeah, I'm gonna put it out there on the show. Yeah, I mean it's it's fine. But all of us, you know, sometimes it was me too. Yeah. So, but can't we, say man. But, say get, but guess what? Yeah. We're gonna get together though. Yeah. We will. Yeah. Yeah. Y'all, y'all brought some interesting topics today. I wasn't ready. I feel like I should have brought a notepad. <laughs> I don't. I don't know. I'm a. Uh, am I in the metaverse now? You are. Mm-hmm. You are. You, you are. Gotta, gotta watch this. I'm gonna tell you. I'm gonna tell you the reason why. I'm gonna tell you the reason why. No, you, I just touched you. you yeah, my, in this moment, no. But you watch yes. this. Yo, Gmail. You have a Gmail account? Yeah. You have an avatar? Um, you have a G- Think about, about Gmail. Gmail's have I'm avatars. To, wait, no. I'm I got one say, on Netflix. I'm about to say we're actually doing something in the metaverse right now. Yeah, podcast. Oh, we can sell this as an NFT. Not necessarily. You can't. I'm about to say, I'm about to we say could, all we could. Yeah. Technically, yeah. yes, now, but again, it's based upon. Right? Oh, shit. I just got an idea. We can't say it all. We'll go ahead. Yeah, wrap it up. Oh, you want me to wrap it up? The producer says wrap it up. So. <laughs> yeah, you've been timing the producer. <laughs> so, <laughs> <laughs> so, it's been some interesting topics, as I said before. And uh, uh, it was great having all of us in the studio uh, today. Yeah, again. Yeah, let me dap you up. You see that one? In our makeshift studio. Uh, the Kings, man. The, yeah, yeah. The Three Kings. The Three Kings. Yeah. I appreciate y'all for spending time with us today. Chime in. Let us know what you think. Hashtag Cut Different on all streaming platforms and all social media. Uh, this has been Cut Different. You could have been anywhere in the world, but you're here with us. These are our two cents. Spend them or save them. We out of here. Let us know what y'all think, man. That was a good show, man.